The process of de-densification involves creating excess roads within the settlements and creating adequate spacing between the shacks. Housing Human Settlements Department says this will not only reduce the possibility of shack fire spreading quickly, but will enable emergency services to enter these areas when needed. MEC Jacob Mamabolo says they will also be profiling informal settlements by looking at that population to establish who qualifies for RDP housing and make alternative arrangements for those that do not qualify. The department is adamant about eradicating shakes in the long term, but first they need to come up with a strategy to prevent the mushrooming of shakes. Mamabolo says they will do this by first ensuring that they do not leave vacant land unprotected. We never get to clear the whole area because we have relocated. In that way, you are able to take control of it. Do you auction it? Do you sell it? Do you use it differently? Depending on environmental studies of that land, the point I'm trying to make is that if we manage to clear the land, we will make sure that we protect it because that has been the weakness everywhere. We leave land unoccupied. But in most instances, you'll find that we have moved 50%. The remaining ones still sustain the shakes because they were not accounted. So everybody must be attended to be channeled in one direction or another. Mamabolo says the medium-term plan to controlling informal settlements is to reorganize the layout of shakes. He says they've noted that once informal settlements are overcrowded and congested with shakes, the danger of quick spreading fire greatly increases. This means that efforts to put out breakout fires becomes difficult as often people have to wait for firefighters to put out the fire. MMC for Environment and Infrastructure Services, Mati Disomfiko, says there are fire hydrants in all informal settlements. What we know for a fact is that all informal settlements have fire hydrants because we, we are like to the fact that we are going to have informal settlements for a long time. As much as we you would know that in the city we have drafted or we know where are the informal settlements, we have put them in lines of priority, those that are going to be relocated in the near future, that is between now and the coming 35 years, those are going to be moved in the next 10 years and those that we don't have um, any plans for, so we know where we're standing. So because we know those, we have ensured that each and every have a fire hydrant. A case in point within Sawao, there could be a fire hydrant there, but the, ch the challenge is the way this, the, the informal settlements are very dense, you can't get in. The SAPC visited an informal settlement in Cleveland near Johannesburg where shakes burnt on Saturday. Several people in the area did not seem to know what a fire hydrant is. Tabo Mukwena is residing at the informal settlement. He is not aware of a fire hydrant that exists there. Mukwena was able to show us taps located at the informal settlement. Water was running out from one of the set of taps. The taps are made out of plastic and also got burnt by the fire. It was a big fire, big, big. Big, big, big fire. The people, the people, they've got no place to sleep. They've got no nothing. God, I've got four taps here, but the one taps, the one taps is burning. Mambabolo says the department also wants to deal with the issue of people who are renting shacks to others in the informal settlements. One of the reasons why we will even need to do a transitional area is also to manage the dominance and the power and control that shack lots have in there. Because most people last year when we were saying, can we support you to rebuild your shake? Some refused. Why? Because they want to hear what the shake lot is saying. So 
Most of the shacks that are erected at these informal settlements are made of corrugated iron sheets with some made out of wooden planks. Zimbabwean national Budani Moyo is one of the hundreds of people who lost all of their belongings during a shack fire on Wednesday at Msawawa in Kaya Sense. She has been staying at Msawawa for a couple of months and she is renting the shack that she lives in for 200 rents. I live here, but I'm renting. My shack burned. I lost everything in the fire. If there is a way that I can move to better housing and live somewhere where it is safer, then I would.